The Commands of the Apostles Number 66 Do not be irritable or resentful. The familiar words of 1 Corinthians 13.5 provide an intriguing example where different translations render a passage of Scripture with distinct shades of meaning. A particular phrase of interest to us here reads, Love is not irritable or resentful, in the RSV. The NIV has it, Love is not easily angered. Finally, the KJV presents the same passage as, Love is not easily provoked. It is clear that all three shed enormous light on this often overlooked attribute of love. As we discussed earlier, Paul elsewhere seems to condone anger with his Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Here, however, he makes clear that anger is not an expression of love. Even the word easily provoked offers no wiggle room for those who would excuse their anger. However, the easily does not appear in the Greek. The phrase simply reads, is not provoked, angered. The RSV's word choice gets under our skin and digs at our flesh like a festering splinter. Irritable. What an incredibly self-exposing word. So many things irritate me. If I let myself, I could find a hundred annoyances to irritate me from morning till night. Yet what does this say about me? If Paul is right, it says that every single one of those irritations, if I allow myself to brood on it, will banish love from my heart. When an irritation rises, love has flown. Love cannot coexist with irritation, resentment, or anger. If irritation, resentment, or anger are stewing within me, love is gone. It's that simple. The point is so important, it bears re-emphasis. Brooding on our angers and irritations, allowing people or circumstances to provoke silent annoyances and resentments, will expel love from our heart. If I would be a man characterized by love, then I must instead banish anger, irritability, and resentment. I must not allow myself to be provoked. The next ingredient is a very remarkable one, good temper. Love is not easily provoked. Nothing could be more striking than to find this here. We are inclined to look upon bad temper as a very harmless weakness. We speak of it as a mere infirmity of nature, a family failing, a matter of temperament, not a thing to take into very serious account in estimating a man's character. And yet here, right in the heart of this analysis of love, it finds a place, and the Bible again returns to condemn it as one of the most destructive elements in human nature. The peculiarity of ill-temper is that it is the vice of the virtuous. It is often the one blot on an otherwise noble character. You know men who are all but perfect, and women who would be entirely perfect, but for an easily ruffled, quick-tempered, or touchy disposition. 
The truth is there are two great classes of sins, sins of the body and sins of the disposition. The prodigal son may be taken as a type of the first, the elder brother of the second. Now society has no doubt whatever as to which of these is the worse. Its brand falls, without a challenge, upon the prodigal. But are we right? Analyze, as a study in temper, the thundercloud itself as it gathers upon the elder brother's brow. What is it made of? Jealousy, anger, pride, uncharity, cruelty, self-righteousness, touchiness, doggedness, sullenness. These are the ingredients of this dark and loveless soul. You will see why temper is significant. It is not in what it is alone, but in what it reveals. It is a test for love, a symptom, a revelation of an unloving nature at bottom. It is the intermittent fever which bespeaks unintermittent disease within, the occasional bubble escaping to the surface which betrays some rottenness underneath. For a want of patience, a want of kindness, a want of generosity, a want of courtesy, a want of unselfishness, are all instantaneously symbolized in one flash of temper. Henry Drummond, The Greatest Thing in the World Love is not irritable or resentful. 1 Corinthians 13.5 if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. James 3.14 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.